1: Great to have your company on Racing Pulse, and it's also great to have the company of the wonderful Kate Watts from Racing.com, who can give us a bit of a news roundup with uh, Maddie Stewart on the injured list at the moment. Wattsy, how are you this morning?
0: Very good, Michael. Great to be able to join you this morning. I've just been listening to you speaking to Andrew Jones, getting all the good information out. So it's been a, a good morning so far.
1: Plenty of news. Um, uh, that's the the back of house stuff. Uh, the front of house mm. is the racing, and gee, we've got some good racing today at Wyong. We've got the two million, uh, the two year old Magic Millions um, leading race, the Classic, and we've also got the inevitable racing tonight in Tassie. So it's a it's a lovely Wednesday race day.
0: It is. It's, it's from both ways, isn't it? We've got the veteran, the little champion in the inevitable, as you mentioned, and don't we love an exciting two-year-old cult? And you mentioned Spy Wire. He was dynamite on debut at Rose Hill over the 1,100 metres back on November 15. He won, and he just put lengths on them in the straight. He's a trapeze artist, so only a second-season sire, trained by the Mara News' team, and he's the dollar ninety-five favourite going in for the $200,000 Magic Moons, Why 2. Two-year-old classic. And he's got to win because he's, if he's only won a $60,000 race, so if he doesn't win today, he might not be able to get his spot. They're going to have to keep trying to secure it to be able to go into January's $14 million race day. He was scratched from last weekend. He was meant to run in the field and up in Brisbane, but his bloods just weren't right. He was, I think, a $1.10 favourite yeah. on that occasion. So he's back now. Can't wait to see him go around. He was so impressive. They've also got Royal Merchant, who's the daughter of Merchant Navy. She's already a Group 1 winner. She took out the Goodwood. She's a $1.65 favourite for the 3 and 4 year old Magic Millions stakes today. And They've also probably the biggest danger though to Spywire is the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott trained filly. So she's on debut. She's the $2.82nd elect. It's either 2Q or TOKE. I'm not sure from her two trials. But she set a good tempo. So that looks set to be a cracking race. Should be a great day at Wyong and I can't wait to see the inevitable tonight in the conquering stakes. The last time we've seen him he was over here finishing 5th in the Group 1 Champions Mile and the little champ, isn't he so great and he's been unplaced at a couple of Group 1 starts this spring but last time he was back in Tassie for the spring, well later into the spring, into the summer, he won 6 in a row so we know that he's won the 16 from the 34 starts with the 6 placings as I mentioned he's an 8 year old and I wonder if we'll see him back in the All-Star mile coming into the autumn where he finished third this year of course behind Brightside and Cascadian but don't we love him?
1: He's a star and he's a $1.50 favourite in the conquering as you would expect. Uh, John Keyes' trainer was on this morning with uh, the Brekkie Boys. This is what he had to say. Oh, I look quietly confident. I mean, when you're racing, you know, a couple of lengths off the best in the country, he's got to be good enough for Tassie, doesn't he? You'd think so. Do you feel any pressure having the, I guess, it horse there in not just Tasmania, but I think around the country this week racing tonight? Do you, do you feel any extra pressure or are you embracing that challenge? No, um, I'll, I'll over that now. When when we went to Sydney and Melbourne, that was fairly daunting, but back on my own patch, I, yeah, I'm fairly comfortable with it all. No pressure. fifty favourite. <laughs> uh, he should be too good for them. Uh, we we'll look forward to seeing that. He's in action tonight at uh, about quarter past nine in the Conquering Stakes. Hey, now, I know you're a very big uh, Melbourne girl. Um, the Demons setting up camp at Caulfield. That's, this is an interesting move. We heard rumours about it, but uh, it seems like this is almost a done deal, Kate.
0: It does. And I heard you speak to Andrew Jones about it before and he didn't seem overly positive about it. But, yeah, we're hearing there's reports last night that had come through in the Herald sign as well and a a couple of outlets just saying that they might get a sparkling new training facility, administrative base. They've secured funding at least for the feasibility study through the Caulfield Racecourse Trust to press ahead with that. But there's a strong potential. So they could be down there, construct two training ovals on the inside of, I'd say, our two racing tracks but the racing industry's tracks and also have new buildings so they could be a, a. they're working to probably do a tunnel between the ovals and the administrative buildings the gym the medical facilities that could be there so this is fascinating to be able to think that they can have a big sports hub and do we want the afl combining with the racing we know that uh, the trainers had been moved out only a couple of years ago so that would be fascinating, but it could be a good connection. We, we know it's always good to be able to get a bit of, I don't know, the throw-off from the very, very popular AFL, and a lot of them love their racing. I know that for sure.
1: Well, uh, one thing's for sure, the way they've been going, uh, there'll be no crossover in the um, early part of the spring carnival anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah. they'll be done oh, and dusted by then. I, uh, don't, I
0: don't think Richmond will be there either. The Tigers oh, are, uh, would be shocked uh, if they're there too. Oh, well,
1: we've been there done. No, anyway, let's move on. Um, uh, Kiddison Black, uh, Mick Sharkey's been talking about this uh, superstar fold for a while and I see he's gone down Media Street now. Uh, it's good to see a Kittison Black in Australia though.
0: Oh, the very important general manager of Laneva, Vic Sharkey, our man. Has he ever actually tipped the card on a Friday? But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Um, of course, with Kitasan Black, who is the sire we know of the superstar in Equidox. And looking forward for, for this filly. She, apparently she's nice and leggy. She's a unique foal that we're hearing from our man, Sharkey. But I didn't know that she's the first Australian-born foal of the Japanese superstar, Sire, who's, you know, his stallion rate's now gone up to 200,000 dollars for next year, Australian dollars. He's the busiest Japanese sire going around at the moment, of course, after the success of Equinox. Cannot wait to see her here, and I, I like that. It's a bit of nice history to think that she's going to be the first Kidd-sam black foal that is going to be here in Australia that was that was born on our soil.
1: Uh, outstanding, Watsy. Uh, we're going to go. Uh, you've been brilliant as always. Great to have you on board, and um, hope I'm not sure whether you'll be back tomorrow. Maddie Stewart Schnauzer is not going too well, so uh, we. <laughs> hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. But thank you for stepping in once again.
0: Oh, no, always happy to help. And yeah, hope Maddie's feeling better soon.
1: Yep, uh, the nose job needs to go back again. So hopefully, uh, he'll be A OK for tomorrow. Thinking of you, Maddie.